Welcome back to Living Madly. I'm your host, Mad. I'm going to help you turn your dream life into a reality. So buckle up and get ready to live madly. Okay, this is officially the sixth time. I've tried to start this episode and I've just been having the worst technical difficulties in the whole entire world. I've had to restart the computer twice, maybe three times. Once was on accident. And (laughs) sometimes I just wish I was like better at computers. I'm okay at them, but I wish I was like a genius whiz at computers. But You know what? One day I'll be able to hire someone to do all of this. So I'm not putting too much thought into it. God, I've just just had the hardest time just starting this thing. I got new microphones. Um, If you can't already tell, I'm coming to you live with a new microphone. If I adjust it, it's because I'm still kind of figuring out like where I like it to sit. I have these headphone microphones so I feel like a pop star if you will remember like headphone microphones you know it's got the little the little thing that hits in front of your mouth it's sick it's sick um I'm pretty obsessed with it but yeah I was realizing my old microphones were built for like musicians and recording music and so they were just picking up a lot of background noise And, um, I had to edit a lot of it out and it stressed me out because when you edit audio, like all of it takes a hit, not just the background noise. So like it was kind of messing with my voice and I was not loving that because I love like a high quality, well-produced show. And when you don't have that, I don't listen. So like, I don't blame people who haven't been listening to my show because of that. Um, but I'm just, I'm ready to level it up. I'm ready to be here, be great, you know, level up and really share my message. So yes, um, speaking of background noise, I forgot I turned on the fireplace, so I'm just going to turn it off really fast. Alexa, turn off the fireplace. Boom. Um, hopefully now you can't hear that in the background. We just have like an electric fireplace. It's just a space heater that looks like a fireplace. Uh, but we love it. (laughs) It's a total vibe, but enough about me. How are you? How's your week going? I hope it's going great. I hope big things are happening to you. I hope that somebody made you smile today, that you're feeling the love and you're living madly. I've had a great week. Yesterday, um, I got to meet with some very important people at the culinary school. It was the media team for the executive chef, the head chef of the U.S. women's national soccer team. So the women who play in the Olympics, I get to meet their chef. And I'm so excited about it. He's going to use Cook Street um, for some content that he needs to film in May. So I met with his media team yesterday and I get to meet him in a few weeks. And I'm just so excited. It's a great opportunity. I'm currently sitting on the floor in my bedroom. I tried so hard to like record this bad boy for you outside and give you some like 
birds singing ASMR situation, but it's just slightly, it's just still a little too cold for me to do anything out there. I, uh, tried so hard. I sat in the sun. I found a good spot. I sat in the sun and I was like, just wait, it'll warm up as we go. But then I was like, I can't do this. It's just like too cold. And I, I hate being cold. So I feel like I was gonna just like shiver mid sentence and you don't need any of that. But last week it was just a brilliant outside and I was outside all day, every day. So that's why I thought I would get the opportunity to do this one outside, but whatever next week, maybe next week. I did start some seeds and I'm so excited about it. I sprouted some dahlias, arugula. I have cannabis going. I have three cannabis seeds that sprouted. Unfortunately, I think one of them is a male plant, so I'm going to have to um, separate him from the bunch. But the other two look promising, and I'm excited about that. I have milkweed sprouting, poppies. I'm like all about the flowers this year, for real. Like I'm, I'm all about the flowers. And I'm really going for some like ornamental vegetables, just like gorgeous vegetables. So I got some fun, cute little yellow cherry tomatoes um, and these little things called cucamelons. Um, so that's all very exciting. And I'm just like itching to be outside in the garden every single day. Like I just can't freaking wait. I'm thinking of redoing our front yard situation because right now it's just a pile of dirt. And I would love, I've been writing down in my journal like almost every week that I would be so happy and grateful to find some beautiful garden boxes or beds um, that people are throwing away. Like I just need, I need two garden beds. That's it. That's all I need. Um, I don't care what size they are, but I just don't want to buy them because they're expensive. And, you know, sometimes I really get lucky with the trash picking. And when I put it out there, sometimes it happens. So I'm looking for those. If you know anyone in Denver getting rid of their old garden beds, like hit me up. Um, and then I just, I really want to put those out front. I want to do wildflowers. I want to put the dahlias out there because they're just like gorgeous flowers. And yeah, I'm just trying to curate a nice little fun secret garden in the front yard. Um, we live in a very busy neighborhood and people are always walking by. So like, I just want to give them something good to look at because I love looking at people's landscapes. <sighs> it's like my favorite thing ever. Anyway, I am here today because I thought we would talk about why I quit social media. I kind of gave you a hint at the time when I was doing it, um, but I never really went into a full explanation. I've just learned since quitting, lots of things have changed in my life um, in like the best way ever. So I kind of want to share that because it's been a great experience and it's completely flipped my life upside down. Um, I know other people are doing it right now. And if I can inspire you to do it too, that would be awesome. But also I am like a crazy person. So 
I just, I have a very addictive personality and I know that about myself. And we're going to talk about that today. But I know other people have a very healthy, healthy, healthy relationship with social media. And if you are one of those people, don't, you don't need to quit anything. You know, if, if you find social media to be like helpful to you and inspiring, keep doing you boo boo. I'm just saying it started to tear me apart as a person and I didn't notice it, how bad it was getting until I quit cold turkey. So that's just what we're going to talk about today because it was deep. It was, it was deep. Like this little thing got really into my head and it was crazy. So yeah, so we're going to talk about that. But first I kind of wanted to talk about who inspired me to do this. And you haven't met her yet, but you're going to because she's, I think we're going to, I think she's going to jump onto the Living Madly team and be my behind the scenes girl. Um, her name is Hannah. She's my best friend from college. I met her at the University of Alabama. We were working at the same pizza bar at the time. She was so cool, such a vibe. And I was just like drawn to her. She was so funny. I, I, I'm still, she, she just makes me laugh on a daily basis and she really fills me up with like so much love on the inside every time we hang out. So she's one of my favorite people on the whole entire planet, um, Hannah, and she's inspired me a lot of times in my life. You know, she's just a very balanced, beautiful human. She gets life like she knows how to live. I would say Hannah lives madly as fuck. She like gets it. So, and that's why we are homies and it just makes total sense. And so I was over at her house one day and she, the last time that we hung out, she was talking about how she was thinking of quitting or maybe she like had just quit. And so I was back at her house and I asked her, I was like, so how is it being off of social media? Do you miss it? Like, do you find yourself almost clicking into the app all the time? Like, what's the, di- what's the sitch? Tell me, tell me everything. And she kind of went into like, like all this positive shit. She was like, my life is so much more calm or I like feel more calm. I don't feel like I need to be doing something all the time. And like, I don't feel like rushed to get things done. Like, I feel like I can take deep breaths again and really just sit and be and like not be worrying about a million things all the time because I felt like I was worrying about things all the time. And as she was saying these words, I was just sitting there like, wow, that's exactly what I'm feeling right now. I feel rushed. I feel like I can't sit and get through one thought. I felt like I was just like, always had to do something, always had to create something, always had to be somewhere, always had to be posting a photo, taking photos, blah, blah, blah. Like I just felt like this pressure to do all the things and be perfect always. And so as she was saying this, I was like, wow, totally relate. I want to feel calm again. Like I want to feel what you're feeling right now. And so that was like early December and of 2022. And um, I like 
started to take days off of the media. Like I was kind of, I was a little bit more mindful about my app usage. I wasn't jumping on the minute I woke up to like post or check something or doing. I um, just was like chilling. And I, instead of picking up my phone to look or scroll, I would pick up a book and I would read a book. And that is kind of how I started to cut it out. Instead of cutting it out, I was adding other things um, that were kind of filling my time. Like I was working out. I was, every time I wanted to look at the app, I would work out and it just kind of helped me make less time for this toxic, toxic app. So then I got to the point of, I was like, you know what? I haven't been on this thing in weeks. And I just like deleted the TikTok app. I deleted the TikTok app. Unfortunately, and I also deleted Facebook. Unfortunately, I still have to do some social media for Cook Street. So I wasn't totally able to delete the Instagram app, but I put strict boundaries on it. Like I told my boss, I was like, listen, I'm doing a social media detox or quitting. I'm like, I'm just quitting social media. The detox is so stupid. Well, it, it's just, not, it's not stupid. Nothing's stupid. But, um, I, I don't like that language. I told my boss, I was like, Hey, listen, like I found that social media has been affecting my life in a pretty negative way. Um, and I don't trust myself on it anymore. So like, I just don't think I'll be posting as much for our business. Um, and blah, 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 blah. And she was so understanding. Shout out to Lindsay, my boss. She's like the greatest person on the planet of the earth. She really values, um, a great work life balance and oh, she's just a queen and I literally could cry having the opportunity to work under this amazing person. Um, she's just amazing. I, she's changed my life. So she was totally understanding and she was like, why don't we just try to post at least once a week? And I was like, down, I can do that that is okay. And that doesn't feel as toxic. And I'm like, how amazing, just the balance. She's sick. So I made strict boundaries. Every time I would go on Instagram, it would be because it would have to be because of work and I would have to post for work and then I wouldn't do anything else. Um, so that was great. Super, super great. And then I just found myself, you know, not even like excited to go into Instagram anymore. I used to feel so excited to open up the app and see what everyone's doing and like check in on all my people and send a little love here and a little love there. But then I just like realized I was putting so much effort online that I was not putting any effort into my in-person relationships. And that was just like bad. So I wanted to flip that narrative and get to be more of an in-person gal. So I quit. So I quit. And it's been a game changer. Um, at the time, before I totally decided to quit, I can't even tell you the things that the emotions, oh my God, the way this app would make me feel 
was literally crazy. I sometimes would feel like a crazy person because I'd get this validating rush if I like posted something and if people loved it, I was like, oh, hell yeah, like let's go. And it was like validating. And then I'd post something more about that, but then no one would like engage and no one was engaged about it. And so I'd be like, what the fuck? And it was just very, it was really confusing because I was honestly at a single, at one point I was like, I am going to do this. I'm going to take social media seriously. Social media has opened up so many avenues for so many people to become successful these days. And I always thought like literally since I was graduating college, even before college, I always thought I could have or be a person with a presence on the internet. Like I thought I had it, what it takes and the message. Like I thought I knew who I was. I created Living Madly. Um, I started a blog for it my like sophomore year of college. And I remember like sitting in the student center and like purchasing this domain name for $12, livingmadly.com. And I was like the most excited person. But then I was like, okay, now what do I write about? And I knew like what I wanted to write about, but I I was not a good writer at the time. I was like just starting that journey. So I felt a lot of imposter syndrome, but I would put out articles anyway. And I was just doing it and doing it. But it just got to the point where I was like, I'm not gaining any traction. And like, that is frustrating, but I'm learning. It's okay to not be gaining traction. Just be consistent. And I didn't know that lesson back then. So yeah, the blog was like hard. And then I quit for a few years. And then I was like, okay, we're going to dive back into living madly, but we're going to push it on Instagram. And I would try to take pictures of myself, but I hated pictures of myself because I had body dysmorphia issues. Still do. Still hate photos of myself. I'm working on it. We're working on it. Um, But it was like always tough for me. And then I was like, who the fuck do I think I am wanting to be this like big person on the internet, but being like also terrified to take a picture and write about myself. (laughs) It was like so oxymoronic. Um and confusing like can you see can you see I was torturing myself with all of this oh god I feel so bad for young mad um so yeah it I was very confused I didn't know how to show up as my real authentic self or like when I would try I would think I'd still be like this is like not authentic I still feel like I'm like this fake person on the internet. I just didn't know how to be real. I don't, I, it's still, social media still confuses me. Um, but like at the same time, I have been, I've been on Instagram for 10 years. Instagram came out when we were like juniors or seniors in high school. And so like, I've had it since then. And after being on social media for 10 years, you've seen some people take off with their careers on the internet. Like there are, I'm sure there are people that you follow who you started following back in high school, just like random people who like have exploded their careers since then. And 
I would always compare myself to those people and be like, how did they do it? And I did not like I'd get so angry and I would compare and I would just feel so bad about myself. And then I'd literally look at Graham and I'd be like, I'm going to be no one. Like, I'm not going to do anything impactful for this world. And I like let that narrative kind of ooh, let my inside spiral. Like, it's so weird. I talk to people and any, I, I like, I get so excited about what they're doing. It could be the most menial thing. And I'm like, oh my God, you have such a bright future ahead of you and all this stuff. And I would just go down these journeys of how they're going to change their life with what they're doing and change the lives of others. And meanwhile, I could not see any of that in my own trajectory, like life trajectory. I could not see any, I could not see any, um, good future outcomes. And it was so like weird because that's just not who I am. But after quitting, I'm like finally thinking that way, but whatever. So yeah, social media was toxic to me, but I was also totally addicted. Um, I would wake up and within the first two hours of opening my eyes, I was on the app. Um, I was on the app every time I had a break in work. I was on the app anytime I was also watching TV. Like I would turn on the TV, but then I would just scroll like literally. And I would not get any of the TV. I would not watch any of the TV show and I would have to replay it. Like I, I was just like completely locked into this. And it's when you're completely locked in like that, it's just you're gonna spiral. And I totally, totally did. If I noticed, I started to notice, okay, so I'm into patterns lately. My friend Devin just opened my eyes up to all of this. I'm very into patterns. And I was noticing a pattern that like, if I kind of started the day on the media by like 2 or 3 p.m., I was cranky. Like I was not having a good day and I would be like a little bit, I would be bitchy. I'm not going to lie. Like I was just a cranky, mean girl that no one wanted to be around. And I think it's just because I would, I was seeing so much like, ugh, it's just the media throws so much at you in a little amount of time. So it's a little overwhelming to like digest. And if you do, if you're a highly sensitive, emotional person like me, holy moly, we take it in and we feel it. Like I would feel things after reading things and it would just like make me feel so sad or mad. And like, I'm telling you, I would get so angry and like, honestly, it would be I would get in a fight with Graham. I would literally pick a fight for no reason at all. Or it was just like the way he would say something. And, and it wasn't even in a mean way. I would just be like, I can't believe you just said that to me. Oh my God. And I would just, I was so dramatic and it was like, not good. <laughs> it was really not good. But I didn't realize that I would be this way because of, of the way I was spending my time. Like I was just on this, I was a drone on this app. That was really eye-opening. And I, w I was struggling last year, like, uh, the, or this past summer, maybe whenever I 
was not putting out episodes. I, I was struggling a little bit in the mental department. And I, I think it's because all of this kind of came to a head. Like I was just fed up with, you know, plateauing with my audience. I was fed up. I met with a coach and I was going to look, I was going to hire this dude to teach me the ways to become like whatever. And I was just telling him some of the things that I wanted to do <laughs> and like how I wanted to present myself. And he was like, no, like you should not do that. Like, remember when I wanted to write the book, the book about writing, writing madly? I still have that. I still am going to publish that. But he was very firmly like, no one's going to buy your book. Like, don't do that. Do this instead. And it was just like post. And I was like, F that like f that and so now like people that i'm looking up to lead me were even telling me things that i was just like was not even into hearing and i was just getting nowhere with it so i got just so furious and i think that's when like really my mental health just kind of hit the fan it hit the fan um i i had a few mental breakdowns like moments where i have i unfortunately I'm sorry, this could be a little triggering, but I would get so upset that I, oh, I don't even know, like actually, it it wasn't me who did this or I was just, it was completely out of body, but I was slamming my head against the wall so much so where like I developed a huge lump and a concussion and um, yeah, it was really tough. I was supposed to go to a concert with friends that day and they had no idea what was going on because I, I don't share in the moment. I'm a, realizing I don't like to share a lot in the moment. I like to process it and then figure it out why it all happened myself before I go share with others because I struggle with like um, sharing my emotions in the moment. I just can't. It's weird, but it's just who I am in nature. By, by nature, it's just who I am. So there's just I'm, I'm sure whatever um so that was like hard because then not only was I having like one of the worst days of my life I had all my friends like I can't believe you're not showing up for us like we feel ditched like this is so ridiculous oh, blah 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 um so that was a tough learning experience and it happened a few more times after that. But since I have quit social media, I have not had a single issue in the mental department. Literally not a single. I, I'm like showing up with so much love and light and I just nothing gets me down. So it's really been great. Um, another thing that I was doing that I realized from being on social media so much and like creating so much content like you I you know this about me I love to create I thought this was a healthy outlet for me to create content for but it just is it's not the nature of it is not designed to be healthy it's designed to be addictive so um everything I was doing I was looking at as an opportunity to create content. I was not just being there and being present and living in the moment and enjoying the experience. I was trying to capture it all. I was recording things. I was taking videos. I was taking photos. I would, I was literally sitting at restaurants, um, like coming up with, <laughs> 
like how to shoot something in my head and then how I can pitch that restaurant to buy that video. Like I was, I was not present. I was always daydreaming about how I can make a great viral video. I was not living. I was create like creating all the time. And I, it just got so overwhelming because there were just gorgeous, beautiful moments that I was experiencing that when I look back at my phone, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that, but I can't remember what I was feeling in that moment. Like, what was I feeling when I took that picture? And it's sad. Luckily, I write everything down. Like I write everything down. But as I reread some of my journals, a lot of my writing is like, oh, I'm going to go do this today and I'm going to film this so that I can post this. Like I talk a lot about, it's so crazy. I talk a lot about social media in my writings. Um, and I think that was because it was a form of manifesting for me. And I really told, I told you this, I really wanted to be somebody big on the internet, but it just wasn't happening. So, whew, God, that was exhausting. Like always like living to create, that was like pretty, pretty exhausting because we're not, we're, we're here to create for sure, but we're not here to just be constantly like looking through life through a camera lens we're not that's not normal and that's just like um a product of these damn iphones you know it's it's crazy how everyone these days needs a picture of everything that they go do and there was like this joke right it pick or it didn't happen you know if you don't post a pic, it didn't happen. And that is so toxic. It's so toxic. I mean, there's like iconic photos of basketball players shooting like this buzzer beater three point shot back in the 70s where the crowd in the background is just like so hype so hype and you just feel the energy from looking at the photo and now you see the same picture but in 2022 or 2023 whatever year it is right 2023 and instead of seeing all these beautiful people's faces and emotions and like hypeness you see phones you don't even see hands in the air. You just see a sea of phones in front of everyone's face taking a picture of a stupid, stupid, like a stupid moment. Like what? It's a buzzer beater shot. Like what? Do you really want that picture on your phone forever when you could have just watched it and remembered that moment forever? Like that is when I was like, this is so I kind of hate the world we're living in oh it's just like I want to go back to where phones aren't like I told you this on tv shows I I hate seeing reality tv shows now and everyone's just on their phone like what so boring like I'm done like you know movies in movies in the early like um 
2010s, like 2010 to 2018, they refused to put phones in any of the scenes. Refused. And now there's a phone in every scene. And sometimes there's even texting conversations in movies now. And that's like so lame. Like what kind of storytelling is that? It's so lame. Um, And it's just these phones are really, oh, I just had a bubble in my throat. They're just like slowly sucking away our lives. And I think some people know this and are recognizing this, but other people are just like a little bit too addicted to even comprehend that. It's a tough conversation. I mean, have you ever like thought about your phone usage? I hope I'm painting the picture for you that being on social media for so long was truly letting my mental health just spiral out of control just through the comparing feeling so scatterbrained um not knowing how to show up it gave me like a little bit of an identity crisis i will say i'm just like i don't know who i am actually (laughs) which is so false because i know exactly who i am now um so that was crazy But now, life after a social media addiction. (laughs) I was going for drama there. Did you feel the drama? (laughs) Life has been so much better. Just for me, honestly. Um, I feel calm and at peace like true sense of calm not only in my brain but in my body like I was so anxious like when I was always using social media I was so anxious and depressed like I was all the emotions and now I like just feel like it's all okay I just have this little voice saying, it's all good. It's all okay. You're perfect. You don't need to be doing anything that you don't want to be doing right now. And like, I don't feel this sense of like rushing through tasks just so I could go pick up and look at my phone. Um, I'm way more intentional with what I do in my spare time now i dedicated more time to my hobbies because of it um i've been writing so much more and my writing has been elevated if you've been getting my emails i am so proud of those i feel like this has unlocked a new level in my writing i have never been able to write like this and i think it's just because i don't I'm like not comparing my writing to other people's writings. Like it's truly my own. And when I would go post social media pictures, Instagram captions, whatever, I always felt like I was just trying to please people. Like I was just trying to like please the audience. I wasn't just writing from my heart. Like I was trying to write for certain people. And with my newsletters, I write from my heart and it's so much fun. 
and I'm loving it. It's like unlocked a whole new me, I think. I, I don't think I would have had this little transformation had I not gotten off the media and got quiet with myself and who I am and like whatever. It's just, I think that shit just clouds your brain and makes you confused so that you can't go live your best life. That's what I'm like, that's what I'm realizing. Or that's what it did to me, at least. I just, it's easy to forget that when you're looking at a lot of other people doing big things too. And sometimes even bigger things. And you're like, oh my God, like slow down. (laughs) But everyone's on their own journey. And it's hard to remember that when you're just like scrolling and watching these people's lives every day. You almost like adopt it as your own. It's so weird. So I mean, it's so weird. So what else? Um, I don't feel the need to rush or always be doing something. I don't feel that way anymore. Oh, I no longer live life looking through a lens. Um, I'm not capturing things as much anymore. If I want a picture of something, I take a picture of it. But I'm not like, oh my God, I need to take the best picture of this. It needs to be aesthetic. It's got to have certain colors in the photos because it's just got to look coherent with my feed. Like, I don't think like that anymore. Oh my God. I can't like actually believe that I ever used to think like that. Um, It just feels crazy. But yeah, I'm no longer living through a lens. I live life. I'm living my life. I'm living madly. Uh, my in-person relationships have just gotten so much better and deeper. And I, my quality of friendships have like gone through the roof. It's also funny because social media is weird, right? Like everyone, you've got haters, you've got fans, you've got people who love everything you do and then you've got people who are like who do you think you are for being able like who do you think you are for posting this it's crazy and it's easy to get caught up in like online relationships and leaning into those but what I'm learning is that actions speak louder than words and these people on the internet could like hype you up so much but then you get in real life with them and they're like not fun to hang out with or like they just suck the energy out of you um but you feel the need to be nice to them because they're like a supporter on the internet so it's this weird game that I was like playing with myself, I was like, wait, I like need to be nice to this person because they like hype me up so much. But like, I hate seeing them in person because all they do is talk about themselves. Like they, all, that's literally all they do. And they never ask me about me. And it's like funny because I think they think they know everything about me because I post so much on social media, but that's like a third, not even, that's like a quarter of my life. And I am like so much more than what I posted online. And I just never found it fair because I was like, this is so annoying. Like they think my life is perfect (laughs) and it's not, but, and it's not at all. Like it's literally not at all, but they never even inquired 
to find out who I truly was. And so that was like trippy in itself because I was like, I don't have real friends. I think I inspire them to be their best selves. So when they get in my presence, all they want to do is talk about their life and their things and what they're working on and their morning routines and how they're like gonna do this and that. And they're all over the place. And I was just like, this is so, this is a a crazy energy suck. Like I don't leave feeling happy. I feel like I would just therapize the shit out of somebody and gave free advice. (laughs) I'm like, I was literally people's life coach um, for free. And that's totally fine. But my ener- my time and energy is worth more than that. Like, if, if you wanted to be my friend, you would really, like, ask me questions about me. Um, so it opened my eyes up to be more aware of the quality of friendships and friends that I have around me. Like, who's asking me what's going on in my life, you know? And, and are they asking fun questions that I like to talk about and answer or... And if they are, like, I'm hanging out with them all the time. If they're not, like, I'm just going to, they'll be my acquaintance. They're not my best friend in the whole entire world. You know, they'll they'll always be there to hang out with and have fun with. But I'm not going to share my secrets, my life's secrets or um, thoughts with them because they they don't care. They, They don't care. They just care about themselves, which everyone cares like about themselves and it's totally fine but like you know if you want to get to know someone ask some questions about themselves it's fun it's fun to get to know the people around you it's so much fun because people are fascinating and your friend could be doing crazy things that you would never know about unless you asked so that was an interesting takeaway from like leaving social media I truly got to see who my real friends are and uh that's like all you could ever ask for if I'm being honest it's good stuff it's good stuff uh because I am just so in the moment and living life and doing the things I love to do and being intentional about my time I have been feeling so much more inspired inspired to create things that I want to create not just content like I'm creating art I'm creating these podcasts I am writing so much and I've just been like felt so inspired lately to be intentional about my creations and not just create like creating to create Um, Because I feel like I got on this crazy like cycle of like just pumping stuff out. And if I ever do go back to Instagram, I'm going to take it one week at a time like I do this podcast. Like I'm going to do one post a week, but that's like it. I can't see myself like really trying hard and doing more because it got me trying hard and doing more like got me nowhere really. Uh, it, it works for some people and some people have had a lot of success, but I'd rather honestly see way more success with this bad boy because holy moly, this is the best thing that could have ever came to fruition for me. But anyway, because I feel so inspired, 
it's given me the opportunity to be more consistent because I always have an idea of like what I'd like to create, you know? Um, so it's just, it's helped me really balance my creative life to my work life, to my adventure life. Like, I feel like I've got a great life balance going on. Um, and I'm just so happy because I think that's what brings like the peace side of things. Balance. Balance. Also, because I'm off of social media, I've been reading more. And that has been something that I've wanted to do more of for the longest time, but could never find the time. But now I prioritize that time. And it's badass. I'm loving books. I'm loving books. Being off of social media has just radically changed my life for the better. And I'm just so grateful that I took the leap and finally did it. It was something that I was toying with for a really long time. Like I just felt pulled to delete it all. So, like right now I'm also being pulled to um, stop drinking. How weird, how crazy is that? It's not because I'm like overdoing it. I just like, I don't need to drink anymore. Um, and so I think it's always nice when you can listen to your gut and trust that intuition and do what your body is telling you to do. I think if I continued down the path of social media, I wouldn't be here with you right now today. I think I would still be kind of spiraling in a negative downward spiral. Um, and I think it would kind of bleed over into like my work life. I think it was going to start to affect my work life and my friendships and my relationship at home. It was definitely getting to that point. And um, I mean, Graham was just witnessing some crazy erratic behaviors that like I've never, ever experienced in the past. Um, I just was not being myself. And yeah, I kind of, I just, I felt that and I recognized that and I was like, this needs to come to a halt. I need to stop this. And so I did. And I just, I'm so grateful that I did. I'm very grateful that I did because I just feel like a human again, who's like excited to live their life. I feel like you can hear it in my voice, but that's just me. If you're still here, thank you for listening. I'm like so grateful for you. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I don't think I have anything else. By the time this episode drops, I will have snowboarded down a pretty hard trail. This, this week... This weekend, Graham and I have a plan to go by ourselves and he's going to take me to a new place on the mountain that I've never been able to get to before because my skill level just hasn't been there. And so I think I'm going to challenge myself this weekend to like conquer this new aspect of the mountain. And I'm excited. I'm nervous, definitely a little bit nervous, but I'm excited to get uncomfortable and really push myself in an extreme sport because 
sometimes that really just like makes you feel like you can conquer anything if you're like doing crazy extreme sports things. Um, and I'm like ready for it. I'm ready. My skill level, I'm finally ready to do this. I did my first, this is so off topic, but this is something that I did last week to get uncomfortable. Um, I did my first backflip ever and it was at a trampoline bounce park situation and it was off of like a trapeze bar. I'm not, I'm not sure what they're called. It's like those swinging bars that you see like gymnasts go on and I did a backflip into the ball pit and it was so cool. I don't love being upside down, but loved that I did it. And I was just proud of myself for like not even thinking about it and just putting myself out there and just doing it, you know, um, because it's just a good exercise. It's good to do that every once in a while. Just like do it. Don't think about it. Just do it because then it just carries over into your everyday life and makes you more confident and just like doing things rather than like overthinking it and like over process just like being like oh my god but if i do this like will this happen blah 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 blah. because it's really that's it you know a lot of us are just like so calculated with our decisions these days and i think it's fun to be a little spontaneous maybe that's just my sagittarius self coming to the top here but it's fun to be spontaneous it's fun to get uncomfortable and try new things so if you want to do something new this week, go do it and tell me about it. Email me about it. Actually, email me one new thing that you do this week and I will send you a gift just for like doing it, putting yourself out there, trying something new and doing it. Let me know what you like. Let me know. And I'm going to send you a gift because yay, you. (laughs) God, I'm such a cheese ball today. Okay. Well, I think that concludes this podcast. Um, I hope you have a magical rest of your week. And I hope you always remember to live madly. Bye.